Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Okay. I feel good. I feel great. Me too. Hey, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's it's Day. Sure, it's Valentine's Day. Do you know anyone who says it like that? Those are the worst people. Also, I worked with someone who says frustrating. Oh, so no. So it's, it's an endless circle of hell for me. With that that is frustrating. Yeah, and his job is very frustrating. <laughs> so I hear so him he say, says it a lot. man, this is so frustrating. And I, every time I go, it is. Oh. <laughs> it I really was so is. At a day job I had once, I was on this committee that checked like grammar and spelling and tone for all outgoing correspondence. And Jeez. the woman who ran that uh, group was a big fan of the word grammatically. I'm going to kill myself. Really? Yeah, she would say, well, this isn't grammatically correct at all. I'm like, you daffy motherfucker. <laughs> that is not even a word. And you are my superior here. Oh, I don't like that. I, I get a lot of bo- I got a, I get a lot of emails from supervisors that like I get I, I work in a very supportive environment like good job you're doing great but it's you're Gross. you're doing great why oh you are doing great uh, so then I'm like no you're doing great and they're like <laughs> no you're doing great and it's uh, they don't they don't get it I send a lot of middle finger emojis <laughs> she's the the epitome of professional discourse you do that at your job to coworkers correct oh okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that would be great if you just did it to did it to customers too <laughs> patrons uh, yes, whatever Joanne I got your complaint <laughs> uh, and this is my response I will send you a $10 gift card as an apology right. plus mm-hmm. this middle finger emoji and at this company we call that breaking even mm-hmm. yeah. what if they escalate it do they get like an eggplant or a yeah. gun a gun the guns now are like water pistols. It really sucks. Yeah. I don't like they're it. They're not scary. Police will still shoot you if you send them one. Mm, Whatever. <laughs> what? Emojis up. Don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just that like Fine. prayer emoji. And then yeah. it says don't shoot. <laughs> God. I am not a good person. I don't deserve nice things. No. You do. You do. <laughs> You're doing great. Oh, thanks. I know. Thank it feels you. good, right? Mm-hmm. Feels good to hear. I feel good. You're doing great. Y O U R doing great. We're doing great. This we can, are. This is a welcome. To pretty scary. Pretty scary boo. Pretty scary say, boo. Did we say that already? No, no. we did not. Because I was fidgeting with stuff. Yeah, you were. You were also opening your Coors Light can. You're drinking a mimosa. <laughs> well, it's breakfast. you're drinking actual liquor. This is breakfast yeah. liquor. A this champagne. is breakfast what beer. Liquor? Is it? Yeah, I guess it's not liquor, is it? No. It would be weird if I was drinking regular Coors because that's the banquet beer, and that you drink in the evening as but a nightcap. Coors Light, it's a good, st- it's a, it's, a, it's the daytime. You're beer. easing into your day. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's a very Lake Havasu beer. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's a Midwest thing. I've never been to Lake much. Havasu. That's Arizona. I know, but le- like Lake Havasu is like, like the Light Midwest of is Arizona. Midwest. Yeah. My dad was raised on Miller Lights. I feel like anything involving a pontoon is a good is a good uh, Miller Coors Light, Coors Light, yeah. Light kind of drinking moment, and that oh, could yeah, be a Midwest sure. thing. I, I mean, a pontoon can be on lots of different bodies of water, as I understand it. Mostly a river. That's controversial, but agree to disagree. <laughs> I'm I, I like to keep my pontoons on one type of water, <laughs> my canoes on another. I don't like for them to mix. I but just, I don't think we would whatever. Take a pon- it's Trump's America a now. Pontoon it is. At the, to the high seas. I feel like that would be a bad move. <laughs> don't you think? I'd be like a the good movie. Would be the one ship or whatever you call it. <laughs> the vessel. <laughs> the vessel. <laughs> that that would last through a white squall. I do. Will. I disagree. Why? What is a white squall? <laughs> Did you not see that movie? It's a classic. It has Ryan Phillippe in it. It's called White Squall. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. I feel like I wouldn't have asked the question if I'd seen White Squall. I think we need an Unpops pontoon. <laughs> that should be the next thing that we raise money for. The unpops- besides your rent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, let's just- get the pontoon first because I-, I could just live in that. If I don't have enough money Let's to live. Let's hope it doesn't rain sideways. Like <laughs> <laughs> it does in a white squall. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. Is uh, that... We need a white squall thinger. Full circle moment. That was pretty she great. You back. look like you wanted to cheers somebody <laughs> after that joke. <laughs> and and nobody responded. She had a she had a so far. She had a like like Beauty of the Beast <laughs> yeah. Gaston sing along like swerve going here. She was like, Yeah. That's gonna be my new thing. No I'm into it. one fights like Gaston <laughs> Carrie's ready. <laughs> or like that bar scene in The Great Mouse Detective. There's a big sing along sure. drinking beer. <laughs> I haven't seen The Great Mouse Detective. Oh, well, you know, um, it's, you don't have to. I don't think it's... It's fine. Well, I feel like I should now, now that you've brought it up. I feel bad. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. I like to make... You know what else makes me feel bad? Speaking of Valentine's Day, this doesn't actually make me feel bad. Oh. It was just kind of cute. My girlfriend made you both cakes. Oh, my gosh. Heart-shaped the, the, cakes. Big heart-shaped cakes. Big heart-shaped, delicious Chocolate cakes like with two fist strawberry size. frosting. Like I would say, the size of a double fist situation. Yeah. It's a big really, hearty cake. It's like really big cakes. Yeah. And then sitting next to your your big cakes was my my little cupcake. Yes. You got one. I little, got a little little baby cupcake. I was laughing. I was like, "Is that yours?" Thinking there's no way it could be, and it, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Adam's girlfriend really loves Carrie and I. We're, we're her favorite. It has pink frosting and chocolate drizzle. Yeah, but that's yeah. which somebody really likes. She you. made the, she the, the strawberry the frosting it. out of actual strawberries. You can tell. Did she? It's so strawberry good. buttercream. This is honestly the best cake I've ever had. I'm not a cake. I'm a pie person. I don't want to start a huge turf war here, but yeah, pie is pretty great. But just let Angela know for next time. Let know, maybe. <laughs> Listen, I really loved the heart shaped cake. Great effort, beautiful execution. One thing, <laughs> I'm more of a pie person. Blueberries and lemons. Blueberries and lemons. Isn't that your, <laughs> what? Oh, your specialty? I won't forget about the muffins. Yeah, I d- well, yeah, but those are muffins. This is a pie thing. I'm so stressed out now. Like stressed out. I like to keep my blueberries and my lemons in different desserts. Otherwise, we go to hell. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's this remarkable, wonderful 
cake that she made us, and uh, apparently she only made Adam a single serving of cupcake. But I get like she makes baked goods all the time, and I you can tell by making all the time. She's great. We should take her out for Valentine's since Adam isn't. Yeah, we really should. She's she (laughs) she wouldn't go. She's very anti Valentine's Day. Okay, so then the plan is we're gonna take her out to lunch and then bamboozle her and surprise her and yes. say, sorry, too bad, it's Valentine's Day. Hire a mariachi band. This is what you get for making a pie person a cake. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Or right. we'll spray her with a water bottle so she learns her lesson. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. Oh, man. Then make her eat pie. <laughs> lemon and blueberry, you don't like them together? Too bad. A lemon pie. <laughs> Not lemon meringue. Just lemons. <laughs> yep, just just a nice, like, curdled rind situation in pie filling. Oh. Hey, did you guys ever have a really bad Valentine's Day? I feel like everybody's had a really mm. remarkably bad Valentine's Day, but some people haven't, I guess. Yeah, I don't really have any crazy Valentine's Day stories. I just want to get Mine points for the... Mine have all been the, pretty unremarkable. The stance I took on my, my pitch for the question. Like, oh, I've, everybody's had a bad <laughs> Valentine's Day. Oh, but maybe some haven't. I had an interesting one. Shocking. But it you w- were... Oh, my God, you were right, Caitlin. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so relieved. Because you see how I didn't, but Carrie did? Yeah. So my backing off that 50-50 is actually landing me back in like a nice seat of authority. Carrie, go on. Tell us about the well, sound. Please. It didn't happen to me, but it did happen to my friend that we went on a double date with. So Right there. That's a bad Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. I can't exactly remember what happened. I mean, it was years ago. But at one point, her date left. So it was me this girl and then the guy I was dating at the time. So of course I'm like, what's more romantic than going to a dive bar? Sure. Sure. With several people, (laughs) with multiple people. (laughs) Yeah. So we did always the people pleaser. Yep. Trying to make everybody feel good about their Valentine's day. That's why I love (laughs) Carrie. And my girlfriend had drank so much alcohol. There was one point where she was sitting on a bar stool and her legs were up on the bar stool next to her. And we locked eyes and she, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she started peeing <laughs> did just, not did not see that coming just no, coming down I didn't either <laughs> so i was like okay i'll take her home yeah that's the cue so my boyfriend stayed and he goes it was so awkward <laughs> like the bartender comes out and he's like mopping up <laughs> and I know he's already pissed that he's working on valentine's and not yeah. with like a loved one yeah and, uh, but probably not the first time he's cleaned up pee. So let's, <laughs> yeah, let's be I honest. He was no. okay. My boyfriend's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And he no. was like, oh, it's okay. Like it happens. If you're a bartender, you're also a janitor. There's no way around it. Oh, Some, yeah, I mean, you you're, you're dealing with bodily fluid no matter what, if you're de- doing a bartending gig. So she fell asleep in my backseat and I, we didn't have far to, to go, but she was cold and I had just had some clothes in there from an 80s party I'd went to. So she had Of this. course you have a costume in your fucking car, Carrie. <laughs> so she threw on this off the shoulder, like Pat Benatar shirt over her. You're such a good friend. And then she goes upstairs and she was like, I can't get in. Like the key won't work. Uh-huh. And I couldn't figure it out. So I left her there. And it's... <laughs> And went home, yeah. Because my my boyfriend at the time said he was going to stop by and help her, and then we just never communicated about it again. So he came back to my place, and we went to bed. And like an hour later, I get a call from her, and she goes, "I'm still outside." <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So we went back and she like came out of the darkness. Like, I don't know if she went bar hopping or something in the inner rim, but she came out of the darkness and she's wearing like a green dress with like my black off the shoulder Pat Benatar shirt over it. At one point she'd thrown up on herself. Nice. Anyway. Saw that coming. That's fine. Love is a battlefield. (laughs) (laughs) True that. The worst Valentine's Day I ever had, I was dating this guy. He was the guy that was so boring, I bought Rufus. He was was the guy that we were walking through a mall, and I was trying to tune him out, and I ended up buying a dog. Um, But Just to tune him out? Yes. Nice. (laughs) Still have the dog. Uh, Anyway, he was also the guy that confused Oscar Mayer with Oscar Wilde. Wait, tell uh, Rufus. (laughs) Damn. By the way, was a clearance dog. He was on clearance. Even Good boy. during Good boy. heartbreak, yeah, Caitlin is always yeah. looking for a deal. I, I am looking for a deal. Why was he on clearance? Exactly. <clears throat> because okay. they were, yeah, it was an Orange County pet store. Yeah. I walked Let's up. not ask. We don't want to know. I did. And I was like, so what's the deal with the dog in the window? And he's, <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, well, he's been here for a while. And then we just kind of looked at each other. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> That's what clearance usually means anyway. But like to put an animal on clearance, like what happens if he doesn't sell? Like, oh, he goes to a secondary pet store. I'm like, oh, that's not a thing. Okay, oh. you're going to kill the dog. I, how much yeah. for the dog? Like, I'm just going to buy the dog. So this guy, the one and only Valentine's Day we shared together, in the course of us dating, he had become a vegan which I should have known at that point things were not going to work out because yeah, I'm yeah. not going to ever be a vegan. It's not No, gonna, that's gross. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's really gross. He took me to a vegan restaurant for Valentine's Day. No. Nope. And they served so it's all about what he wants. Exactly. No, on he Valentine's. was he was the worst. The, anyway, so we go we go and um we sit down and the lady's like, "Well, um she gives this whole speech about the digestive system and how certain foods should be served in the beginning. And then she's like, you know, dessert should really be served in the beginning of the meal. And then this guy that I was dating and her start laughing hysterically, like, (laughs) (laughs) and I was just sitting there and I'm like, no, it shouldn't. Like, that was just my response. They're like, it has to do with how we digest things. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. So what are you getting at? (laughs) So then they serve me fake strawberry ice cream made out of an avocado what (laughs) although avocados are delicious i did not see that coming that would be a good sound bite just me and you in unison going what no you gotta save that for the soundboard forever (laughs) look i love the avocado the avocado is the butter of all plants like it's it's it softens the blow of a lot of different foods i'll give you that but Mm -hmm. this was the dumbest thing i it was just stupid tasting it just tasted stupid the whole time i was sitting there thinking like, this guy's such a twat. Why am I dating this guy, right? And then the whole time it's he's like, he was a twat. <laughs> he was such a fucking twat. I couldn't stand that. When we broke up, he said that the reason why I was so clumsy was because I was self-absorbed. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a thing. You can't just say something like that. How that's- would those two things even c- correlate? I came home while we were breaking up, and he was sitting in the kitchen, school- like Indian style, sitting on the floor by himself in the dark with the dog that I had bought on clearance. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah, this, is- yeah. this is not good. Did you guys live together? We did live together. Yeah. Well, uh, I had been dating... <laughs> <clears throat> I had been dating another roommate before when we all moved in, and then that guy moved out, and I started dating the other guy. Oh, mm-hmm. what, what could a go vixen, wrong? Then, right? Yeah, I didn't really care at that point. I was just kind of throwing spaghetti against the wall. <laughs> I like <laughs> I just wanted to, to see, see what, what sticks. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I had explained that to myself <laughs> to make sure I had your what analogy you were going for. Correct. Yeah, yeah. To see what sticks. Yes, yes. yes. Boo. Got it. Boo. Boo. 
There was another one. I, li- I like that you got clarity on Valentine's Day at a vegan restaurant eating avocado with strawberry ice cream. Yeah. I uh, Before the rest of the meal, mind you, again. <laughs> like, let's come back yeah. to that. I remember, too, because, like, we ate the dessert in the beginning, and then she walked up. She goes, so is everybody ready for dinner? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody got it. And then she, and then at one point, oh yeah, she looked at me. I forgot this was like ten years ago, but she looked at me and she's like, "Don't worry, we do serve pasta." <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was like the the entry, Jesus. like, like so horrible. And she had these huge earplugs. Not that there's anything wrong with earplugs, but it was like all part of this. The place smelled like patchouli. I was so mad. Oh, no. I was so mad. I broke up with him so hard in a she car. It was great. Earplugs like the big holes. Yeah, like those big like discs. Oh, the gauges. Gauges. Yeah. We yeah, just sorry. did. We just covered a story on the on yeah. weekly on Pop Show about a woman whose python dove yes. through her and got ear stuck. hole and got stuck. <gasps> Pythons love holes. Literally, I, when I saw that you guys covered that, I'm not kidding. I thought about this woman and was like, I hope it was her. <laughs> I couldn't. St- <laughs> we served a surfer. I mean, how big was that hole? It was uh, about that big, maybe. Because I feel like pythons are big, right? Yeah, but they gradually get right because the head yeah. is the head was big enough to fit through there. Yeah, what a stupid python. And it was it's a smaller python. By and the way, she, she had it around her neck, and it was like, oh. I've Googled this since, like, multiple times. Yeah. I have found no evidence that eating dessert first makes any sense. <laughs> so on top of it all being abusive, it was wrong. I just wanted to say it. Worst Valentine's Day ever. It was awful. I have a friend who has another pair of friends. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that had a boa constrictor. Yeah. Sure. And they used to sleep with it on their bed at night. No. Nope. Pass. Hard pass. And it would sleep in the middle of them. Nope. And at one point... No. Because it would elongate Uh between them. And at one point, they're like, he's not eating. So they took him to the vet. Like, is he sick? And the vet's like, no, he's sizing you up at night because he's going to eat one of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't do that. It's not even funny to me. I I hope I say. And then you come home and talk to him about it. And he's like, what? I'm a snake. (laughs) What do you want from me? I'm a fucking snake. I'm a fucking snake from, from West, West Virginia. Are you kidding? Yeah, see? You caught <laughs> on. West Virginia of all so things. We are just It's so, so good to have you back, Carrie. <laughs> Thank you for having yeah, me. Things, things really got weird when you weren't here. I mean, That's we what really, I heard, but yeah, again, you, great reviews. You anchor us very well. Yeah. Which, uh, again, I have never been called the glue of anything. <laughs> so I thank you. Oh, so in order to really uh, enhance all of the the magic and romance surrounding Valentine's Day, we picked a really great topic. We picked a fantastic topic. Uh, We picked the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. (laughs) Wee! Which ironically has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Nope, nope. This is uh, more of an SEO thing than anything else. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what were we going to do? Like, bad... No. Yeah. I don't want to do any of that. Wacky... Like, even... like. I did pitch people who have died of a broken heart, but I got a... a, a you got uh, a hard veto from me on that. got a hard veto. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind that. But after the refugees episode, it felt like... Oh, yeah. No, I I don't know how many... Yeah. Also, Debbie Reynolds just died of that. And oh, yeah. Wasn't even... Anyway... Debbie Reynolds was a refugee? <laughs> <laughs> a refugee from a broken heart, Carrie. <laughs> oh, God. It's a good day. Things you don't know. <laughs> it is a good this day. It is a good day. Anyway, all right. So... 
You want to kick off this little story for us, Adam? Story time. Yes. The St. Valentine's Day Massacre. For those unfamiliar, at 10.30 a.m. on Valentine's Day in 1929, seven men were murdered at the garage at 2122 North Clark Street. Shout out. Stop by Nuts on Clark if you visit. <laughs> Lots of great treats there. Jeff made joke. Jeff made joke. Jeff made joke. <laughs> there will be some Jeff made jokes coming because one of the well, when we get to the victims, it's it's so it. All right, just there's a lot of synergy here. <laughs> uh, this happened in the Lincoln Park area. L i n k i n. I believe is that's this? how it's spelled. No, is it? Yeah, yeah because that band. <laughs> <laughs> Also spelled it this way. <laughs> and this so. park is named after that. <laughs> I really hope this is where they got their stupid I th- name. I think it is. But it's not. I, I made that up. Oh. But that's not actually. It's just regular Lincoln Park. I will take any opportunity to, to shit all over Lincoln Park. I really Oh, don't. they're so bad. I can't. Well, that, like, shut up. Yeah, any band that talks about wounds that won't heal, it's like, you <laughs> shut the fuck up. I have <laughs> problems of my own. I have friends who have problems. I don't need yours. I have friends that are diabetic who literally have wounds that won't heal. <laughs> this is not funny. You should say trigger warning before any of your goddamn songs. Oh, they're so bad. Uh. So two of the... Uh, everyone was shot using uh, Thompson submachine guns, which were the shit back then. Two of the shooters were dressed as uniformed policemen, and the others wore suits, ties, overcoats, and hats. Hot. Looking sharp on Valentine's Day. You gotta. Mm-hmm. You Probably gotta. had dates that night. Mm-hmm. Zoot suits. Zoot suit riot. Riot. I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there were five victims of uh, the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Or, or no, there were seven victims. I'm sorry. But five of the victims were members of George Bugs Moran's Irish Northside gang. Here's a story. <laughs> they were Albert Kachelik, alias James Clark, which... I get it, because that's a bitch of a last name. Yeah, you're going to have to develop something a little bit more streamlined yeah, if yeah, you name is Albert Kachelik. You want a street You want a, a street name. Yeah, you have to, with all the reservations you're going to make out there, <laughs> you got to just narrow it down. Do we he, give another shout-out to Clark Nuts? Or Nuts uh, on Clark? <laughs> oh, oh, no. I get what you mean. <laughs> if I could draw a penis coming out of his mouth, yeah, I would. you would. <laughs> you just would. He was uh, Moran's second in command and brother-in-law. Good luck explaining that to the wife. Okay. Uh, Adam Hayer was mm-hmm. a gang bookkeeper and business manager. Albert Weinshank managed several cleaning businesses for Moran. And Frank and Peter Gusenberg were enforcers. And then also killed were Reinhard Schwimmer, a former optician turned gambler, as one does, <laughs> and gang associate. And John May. Oh my God. Who was uh, yes. an occasional mechanic for the gang. Can we put, can we, I just have a question. Gang bookkeeper and business manager? <laughs> you know how they're getting booked? That's a CV yeah. right there. I just think it's really funny. Like uh, They what? were regulars at the comedy store. <laughs> oh God. At Ciro's. <laughs> yeah. All the weird conversations you're going to have to have. Like, listen, uh, Adam, here's the deal. Uh, we need somebody to really rein in our finances you know, because we we're really we're, we're running thin here. We got too many late nights, 
too many sexy dates. <laughs> so then Adam has like the awful job of being like, guys, the co- this costs way too much. Your suits are out of control. Like it's a stupid job. Yeah, it would be an awkward job now with yeah. our company credit cards. We're gonna have audits. Oh no, I've, right? Some- <laughs> <laughs> what? what? It she, doesn't matter. I was she, just trying to contribute. Go, she, go on. She, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they're conducting audits because of that attitude. Carrie. <laughs> I just want to toss that out there. I mean, uh, I'd be the first person killed in any gang. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> they're going to get to her first, Adam. We're good. Yeah, we're safe. I we're feel good. like I would drink too much of that bootleg liquor. Everybody and I would did. Talk. Stitches get stitches. And something about graves. <laughs> that's you. Yep. That's on your headstone. <laughs> snitches get stitches and something about graves. You're like I think it's snitches Martin. get stitches and dig ditches. Four graves? Maybe that, yeah, I think maybe for a grave. I don't think grave. I think you're <laughs> just mistaken ditches and graves. Which, it's an easy mistake. It you should guys, be graves. Well, really, but for a rhyming purposes. A, a ditch is really just a really long grave. Yeah. A grave is just a really useful ditch. <laughs> trying to think of what rhymes with graves. You guys continue. Braves. I'll figure this out. Faves. Daves. Famous Daves. Daves. Famous Daves. You're a Dave. Dave and, and Busters. Going to be a no. grave digger. Grave digging Dave. <laughs> Gra- <laughs> Gra- oh, grave digging Dave. He's out of the game. <laughs> Dave Matthews has a song called Grave Digger. <laughs> Good. Oh, Dave digging grave. Dave digging grave. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Uh, us. Dave Matthews. <laughs> He's the worst. His He's fans worst. are the worst. His yeah, music is, his... is whatever. I don't care about his music, but it's just like hours of like... So obnoxious. It's the fucking worst. Take these He's got a fucking fiddle player. Stop it. He made a deal with the devil. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. That's every Dave Matthews song. I like the ants go marching. That's a good one. I'm I'm ready. I'm done. Those are all of my Dave Matthews opinions. I have nothing left. I like Crush. Crush is a good Dave Matthews song. Is that different than Crash? I know. Yes, it is. He should not have done that. I agree. No, I, it's very yeah. I, I disagree. Yeah, we'll just replace one letter. No one will notice. Yeah. <sighs> crush into me. <laughs> and then if he has Krish, Crush. No. What? <laughs> you could have said anything. You know, you could have said anything and it would have made more know. sense. I don't Crush. know. Krish with a Dear y? Dave Matthews, <laughs> solid suggestion. That's Dave Matthews writing, are... <laughs> Carrie. He listens to the podcast. Dear Carrie. Enclosed is a demo for Krish. <laughs> I hope Tell you like you it. Think. Tell me what you think. It's just 70 hours of jamming. <laughs> God. Ugh. So there is some good news from, from the victim count. Okay, yeah, of I Saint forgot we Valentine's were still Day. doing this. <laughs> John May's very good puppy named Highball survived. Oh, he's a good boy. He's a good puppy. He's a good puppy. And he lived. I like that. It's John May's dog. Yeah. John May's dog? John, John May's dog? dog? Highball is a great dog name. It is. That's a great Especially dog during name. Prohibition. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Ballsy. Probably how we got it. This it's is my ballsy. <laughs> oh there. my god! You just made up for Chris with that one. Good job. Yeah. That was pretty great. <laughs> that was you know, an actual your, pun. As Adam and I were walking up here, he's like, 
I miss you. I haven't seen you in a while. I was like, well, it sounds like your episodes with Caitlin went really well. Do you even need me? And he was like, no, we don't. <laughs> well, I suggested that Caitlin should just do it by herself. Carrie, oh, Carrie's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs me. <laughs> I do. I suffer from FOMO. I know. It's okay. No FOMO. No FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> no FOMO. FOMO, um, no graves. I like fuck. I like highball. Yeah, highball's highball's a good puppy. It's a good puppy. And speaking of snitches, when when the police arrived at the scene, they found Frank Goosenberg <sighs> still alive. Ooh. And they kept him alive long enough to talk to police. And despite having been shot 14 times, oh my God. when the police asked him who shot him, he replied, no one shot me. No snitching. Hashtag no snitching. That Carrie would say that. Yeah. Carrie would do that. See, you, you don't, you, you. I'm still here. I know. My thing is. <laughs> She's back, like, Caitlin. You always say like, oh, I would talk or I'm the weak one. But the thing about you, Carrie, is that like your, your fear of, of social isolation would extend <laughs> even to the, de- even to death <laughs> door. Deathbed. Yeah. You would be laying on the street. They'd be like, Carrie, just tell us who, who shot you. No, no, nobody shot me. I'm fine. You guys need a drink. <laughs> like, that's Carrie. <laughs> Uh, you want some cheese? I've yeah. got brie. I've you got look- American. I have goat. I have 12 blocks of different cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and then her grave. Well, I love that they kept him alive long enough to find out. And then they're like, all right, we got nothing else for you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, You're going to you- die now. That's hard core. Well, he'd been shot 14 times I wonder by, by machine guns. What the most times you can get shot and like, what's the record? And not dying or, yeah. or just well, in general? And then eventually dying? Like the fact that he didn't immediately die. I feel like I feel like not dying would make that more interesting than Well, 50 Cent dying. was what, nine, I think? Yeah, he was way behind. And he's, he's I mean, alive. he's now a CEO. So maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. I haven't been shot up yet. I'm really, I don't think that that's a sign of you doing anything wrong, not oh. being shot. I just want you to, I, I really want to take that off the table for your bucket list you're, that you're so serious about. Shot 15 times. No, no, I will not help you achieve this okay. goal. It looks like 21. To survive? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wait. Shot in the face. Well, Five yeah. Five times, walked out of the house and drove away. That's adrenaline right wow. there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks like it's 21 times. Adam, how did you find the 90s version of the internet again? Oh, that well, that was, yeah, that was a, I think that was, yeah, I don't know what the high road was. I think was. like you, you But I was in- looking at, I, I initially got my, I, I don't know what smh.com is. So never mind. Okay, also well, stupid. Great. Oh, the Sydney Morning Herald. <laughs> well, duh. Put a shrimp on the barbie. Oh, that was bad. That, oh, that All right, one. governor. I'm a lady. I am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that guy. Was that guy's shot. Australian. Oh, Angel Alvarez. Oh, way to shatter expectations. Yeah, oh. but is the Sydney oh, Herald no, he covering a, something out of town? Yeah, this is the Sydney Herald oh. covering something in New York City. This makes sense. He's probably from the Bronx. Wow, Sydney's a fun town. Or Queens. <laughs> the boogie down. Yes, the Boogie Down. Boogie Down Productions. So <laughs> so getting back to... <laughs> wow, BDP, wow, if you will. Wow, wow. Go ahead. Getting back to the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. They think Al Capone planned it. Oh, did they? And the reason they think that, and I feel like it's still a stretch, but uh, in 1924, Al Capone had Dion O'Banion, who was the head of the Northside Gang, murdered, and then he had every 
other successive leader of the Northside gang murdered as well. Oh, so then why would you think it's a stretch? Was I like, was joking. Oh, <laughs> well, joke so there. Stupid no, comedy guys. joke. Throwing you're good. Some, you're good. Throwing some comedy. You're good. Okay. Um, Can we? I would rather talk about Dave Matthews now. I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, <laughs> what happened to cool <laughs> names? <laughs> David O'Banion is a great name. Yeah, Dion. David O'Banion. Yeah, Dion. Dion. Sorry, Dion O'Banion. And it's spelled like the white Dion, which I think fell out of favor in the in the in late sixties. The, the Prohibition era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I think I think you're right about that. I think uh, the late. How many white Dion's do you know now? I, zero. I've never heard uh, of a none. white Dion until today. <laughs> well, there was the singer in, in fact, the 60s. In my Dion. mind, in my Warwick? mind, that he was sang uh, "Mellow Yellow." Oh, Dion Warwick is a black woman. <laughs> Dion, the singer. I know. But... Oh, did you say Warwick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll handle this, Adam. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so he was uh, murdered <laughs> at a flower show. So in public. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. yeah, we're, we're getting ahead, <laughs> I think. No, no, it was in what you just read. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He owned a flower shop, and that's where... Oh, in a flower shop. A flower <laughs> show. Oh, c- well, because I wrote flower <laughs> show, but... I apologize You scared for her. being able to read. You, you freaked her out so much that she became hyper-religious about your goddamn notes. <laughs> and now she's convinced that there is a flower show in... Chicago. Oh my with- god, that sounds so pretty. <laughs> but not something you would think of a gang leader being a part of. Who knew the Macy's? But he owned a flower pl- shop. Okay, that I can get on board with. Yeah. Well, that was in the was it the Departed or the town where one of the I think it was the town where one of the main it was the town. criminals. It was the town. A flower a, shop. A flower, a flower shop. shop. Yeah, that's the town. Good cover. Makes you seem. Not like a murderer. Although I have I walked, I, I have to say, I have walked into flower shops that felt like a cover of some kind. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, it's like you look around, you're like, there are four arrangements in here and nobody seems interested in helping me. So, okay. Yeah. All right. This is not. Whenever just... I see like a hosiery shop, I'm like, Come what on, bitch, heroin please. ring are you covering <laughs> for? Like Chinese restaurants also do. A lot of that covering up. I think a lot of restaurants oh, yeah. do. Do you remember the one on Second Street that was like never open? It was like Golden China. It was right next to New York Pizza. Never oh, opened. It never opened. Oh, because it was a cover. I mean, there was no, but yes. there were lights on and stuff, but nobody was allowed but in. Their hours oh, were weird. from like twelve to two and on I, Saturday. I, that was it. I knew that. I know what she's talking about because I went to college in that town and used to get super Long high. Beach State. Yeah, go beach. And I would think like, man, I, I wish that that Chinese yes. place was. <laughs> it yes. never was. Yeah. And yeah, there was a private bar in Madison, Wisconsin, right by my house. Nope. And I used to always just want to go in. Like, wow, what is it? Right? You should have. What is it? I mean, in hindsight, don't you feel silly not trying? Oh, I probably would have got murdered. I don't think it so. It was in a sketchy area. Oh. You know the, all those sketchy areas of Madison, Wisconsin? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I just saw Fargo, uh, the, the last season yeah. of Fargo. There is some organized crime out there in the Midwest from what I understand. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Lincoln Park. So speaking of organized crime, keep going. Getting back into the investigation, uh, the police knew that uh, Bugs Moran's gang was hijacking Al Capone's Detroit liquor shipments. So they focused on Detroit's predominantly Jewish Purple Gang because that's how gangs in Chicago broke down back then. Good name by colors, but well by their uh, ethnic background. There were Irish gangs, Italian gangs, Jewish gangs. But you lead with the color purple. The Purple Gang. 
I feel like that signs you up for a lot of regrettable wardrobe choices. That's like joining the Red Hat Society and being like, oh, shit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they really do wear red hats. God, I got to buy a red hat? Not good. Make America great again, I guess. That's the hat that they're picking. Ugh. I know. Sorry. No. Mm. Yeah, but there the were... Purple Gang, I don't... It's a, Yeah, it's not the strongest name. It seems like an M. Night Shyamalan gang. choice. Also, how big are your balls if you're hijacking anything coming from Al Capone? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think people just didn't realize what Al Capone was going to turn into. Like, he probably, for a while, there just seemed like a typical gang boss. Like a middle-class gang boss? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they they were they were Jack and Al Capone. Three three of their mug shots were picked out by two landladies <laughs> who owned a boarding house across the street. They were fed up. Mrs. Orvidson, and the other one's name was Mrs. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and then twelve year old Adam, right underneath, writes again, Mrs. Duty in all caps, bold font. Bold, lots of exclamation yes. points. Mrs. Duty. Wait, so so the the gang members were smart enough to develop a, a nickname, but Mrs. Duty, nobody said anything <laughs> to Mrs. Duty. Maybe we, that was we, her nickname. We have proof that there were nicknames back then, for sure. So many nicknames. So many nicknames, but Mrs. Duty, we stuck with that one. Yeah. I'm not surprised she turned people in. I'll say that. She's not, she doesn't seem like a forward-thinking woman. No, but she later wavered and went back on her testimony. Right, because somebody walked up and were like, hey, Mrs. Duty, you and I got to talk. <laughs> Let me sh- I'll show you duty. I'm going to make you duty yourself. <laughs> Sit down. I know you're my landlady, but I've paid on time. I've been nice. Nothing smells bad. Why you got to talk to the cops? Why did you have to do that, Mrs. Duty? Mrs. fucking Duty. Fucking duty. This is almost as good as her Warner. Yeah. I'm just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. No, I, now I'm in like a weird headspace because I'm imagining this like lady who's been okay with her name Mrs. Duty for all the What? What's wrong with Mrs. Duty? I don't get it. Everybody laughs when I introduce myself. Well, of course it was a landlady. They had nothing to do but collect rent and Look out their windows. I just want to go on record saying I married into this last name, okay? <laughs> my, my last name was Schmidt. It was fine. Nobody ever laughed when I introduced myself. But the, my husband's a good man. He's a good man, or he was, God rest his soul. But I just, you know, I'm not going to go by somebody else's name unless I married into Our it. Our rich little, I tell you. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm back now. Oh. I like oh. your better as Mrs. Duty. Yeah, if you could just be Mrs. Duty. <laughs> For the rest of the episode, you want Mrs. Duty? Nobody ever. Are you making fun of me again? No. I get this a lot. I get all. Everybody always says, "Oh, Mrs. Duty, come over here," and they laugh. They got nothing. They just want to say my name out loud. <laughs> you try to order Chinese food with the last name Mrs. Duty. <laughs> Poor Mrs. Duty. <laughs> fucking Duty. <laughs> sucks. But seriously, she didn't have good friends. No. Or just not the good sense to lie to police. Give a fake name. Say you don't want to say your maybe, name. Maybe you just unlocked the whole thing. Maybe she's like, uh, my name is uh, <laughs> uh, Mrs. D- Duty. Mrs. Duty. <laughs> yeah. She did it. More like Mrs. Shooty. Oh. Right? hey <laughs> Hey. 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 You did great. You're Thanks. Doing, you're doing great, Adam. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, that's, that's a, a hell of a name. So okay, you got Mrs. Duty turning them in, and then she goes back on it. Right. I just, I mostly just threw that in so we could bring up Mrs. Duty. Good job. Otherwise, that was completely useless information. That was the best part of the episode. So far. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. But on February twenty second, police found a burning car at a garage on Wood Street. There's a fire on Wood Street. Heyo. 
You got some hot is stuff, a, baby, this evening. Dick innuendo? Huh? This is a penis innuendo? Nope. Nope. No, it's more, it's, Fire more of like, it's more of like a larger sexual metaphor. I don't know if it's... Okay. <laughs> anyway, they found it in 1927. Syphilis was prevalent back then. <laughs> Did it? It sure was. Wasn't there somebody in a prison who was a gangster who went blind or crazy from syphilis? Al Capone. Al Capone. Carrie brought I feel it like back. I'm back. Yeah. Do, do, do I win anything? <laughs> you won that. Um, I'm taking this wolf clock. I'm it's only back. been 39 minutes. I know. It feels so much longer. <laughs> We've been talking about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre for about nine of those minutes. <laughs> this always happens. I know. Well, I mean, what's interesting about a bunch of people be getting shot, really? <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead, says the man who put all the notes together. Caitlin, I think there's a lot to be discussed here. <clears throat> we have a lot to get through. <laughs> we have a lot to get through. Oh, God. Pretty scary boo. Boo. <laughs> so they, they managed to trace this car back to the people who did the killing through a bunch of old-timey police work. <laughs> That I didn't even think was possible in the 1920s. Such as? Uh, the engine number they traced to a Michigan Avenue dealer who had sold it to a James Morton of Los Angeles. And the garage that sold the engine was rented by a man named Frank Rogers, who gave his address as 1859 West North Avenue. Oops. Which happened to be the address of the Circus Cafe. And the Circus Cafe was owned by Claude Maddox. A former St. Louis gangster with ties to the Capone organization. Hey-oh. It's also where the killers waited until they received the signal indicating their Valentine's Day targets had arrived. All that without so much as a Yahoo group or an AIM chat room to work with. (laughs) They also found no tangible information (laughs) about the identity of the killers. They just kind of found out who owned the car. Good job, cops. I'm trying to... Go ahead, Carrie. No, that's some salt-of-the-earth detective work back when they had to go and knock on doors. I'm trying to figure out if the Pinkerton unit had anything to do with this Capone stuff. Because I know Pinker- like the, the Pinkerton police force, yeah. they were the first, they were the precursor really of the FBI. They yeah. were like the first wave of all of this. So I think, I think a lot of this happened because people didn't know they could get caught this way at that time. I think the FBI eventually, though, I don't know if I put it in the notes, but the FBI eventually got extra information. Oh, yeah, I left that whole guy out. There was another guy who came forward and gave all this information about who the killers were, Mm. but he gave it to the FBI, and the FBI didn't want to be involved in the case, so they just kind of sat on the information. I think think most great cop movies in general are about different forces and units not wanting to work together. Yeah. That that to me is the most interesting. Like Like 9-11, the greatest cop story of all time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, I was thinking- Ben Affleck in that? Yeah, of course. Cuba Gooding Jr.? Really? Is this a no. real thing? I thought you were joking. Okay, I, I really got freaked out. But that out was how nine eleven happened. All these other all these departments had information that they didn't share. Right. No, I was thinking more like the departed. But yeah, I mean, if you want to bring well, it no, back yeah. to something that really happened <laughs> and be an asshole about it, Adam, then yeah, I guess nine eleven is a great example of a bunch of police forces not working together. Fine. Fine. <sighs> so. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Can I go on, Caitlin? No, please. No, carry on. <laughs> Not that I matter. I, I could read if you guys are <laughs> busy. 
We're very angry. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> I just drank my mimosa out of my mason I jar. know. It wasn't very hard. No. You know, like, you should be doing, like, a shot or something. I think this... I've got a shot left of it. <laughs> <sighs> oh. So where were... Oh, their first lead. It came from a truck driver named Elmer Lewis. A truck driver, he turned a corner a block away from the scene and sideswiped what he thought was a police car, but he was immediately waved away by a uniformed driver who was also missing a front tooth, which fix that before you go out and do your crimes. Yeah, that makes you a little easy to spot. Yeah, and of, and also another witness, H. Wallace Caldwell, the president of the Board of Education, gave the same description. And police immediately recognized the man they were describing as Fred. You ready for this nickname? I can't wait. Killer Burke. I wonder what he does. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder where his gifts lie. <laughs> he was a former member of the Egan's Rats. He's just gang. a really good like stand-up comedian. <laughs> he kills. I wonder how you figure out if it's like Rush, like in a sorority, where like, like how do you figure out <laughs> which on, gang Carrie. you want to be a part of? Oh, like you- I would want to be a part of the Rats, not the Purple Gang. Yeah, I'd much rather right? be a rat than a purple person. But back then, rat was synonymous with snitching. But, so maybe this is a joke. Like, it's a play on words. No, yeah, I don't know. Because Egan's rats were one of the gangs that they eventually decided were part of the shooting. Nobody respected Egan's rats, though. Nobody. It's the power of marketing, really. Yeah. That's why I don't want to go to Rance's Pizza. There's a Rance Pizza place near our house. Rance? Rance. R A. And something CE. I'm sure there might be an I in there. I don't know. But it. I, I remember I was driving and my husband and I, we both in unison went, Rance's Pizza? <laughs> like, no, I'm yeah, not going to eat. Stupid. Just now. That's too close to Rancid, first of all. Yes. So you got you got an association issue there. But secondly, like, I'm not, I don't want to know anybody named Rance. Rance sounds a little, little on the edge for me. There's a place in Santa Monica. I'm sure they still haven't fixed the sign, but it's called Classic Pizza. But the I fell off the sign, so now it just says Class C Pizza. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's it's really great. That's cute. <laughs> adorable. It is adorable. I, I like it. Maybe they didn't have a good dental program. For <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this while you guys were talking. The bookkeeper. By the way, this year for a dental package, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we didn't have enough funds for uh, listen, a good you, package. You we only brought, get one cleaning a year. We brought you on just before open enrollment. You could not have picked a better <laughs> time to join our rat game. E- Egan's rats. <laughs> uh, we only offer PPOs. We're going to send you to Megan. She's head of Egan's Rats HR. This is our platinum program. <laughs> And uh, it's it's uh, 2% uh, off of every paycheck, if you think about it. Not a big deal. Not, Not a, a big deal at all. Not a lot. And if you want to talk about unloaded cargo, think about just like a tablespoon of each of those little packages that you're taking. <laughs> just take it away. No big deal. One um, side note, doesn't cover gunshot wounds. <laughs> those are excluded. Those, that's extra coverage. Your deductible covers up to seven <laughs> gunshot wounds a year. After that, you're going to have to pay out of pocket. What's the family plan? I also feel like they had a lot 14 of 14 gunshots. We also have a really lucrative and helpful mistress program. Now, obviously, <laughs> it's very discreet. You're going to pay it in, through a separate account. Don't have kids if you're in this group. <laughs> we don't cover your children. No. But we would like a picture of them, please. <laughs> so, yeah, the police immediately recognized Fred Killer Burke. 
Yeah, well, I'm sure he would stick out. As a guy who would routinely wear police uniforms whenever he committed robberies and also was missing a goddamn tooth. They figured that out so long ago. Uniforms are so powerful. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy. It's, it's crazy to me that people don't do this all the I mean, And I hate flashing stuff. lights. Yeah. Like if you just have a set of flashing lights on your car, you can pull someone over. Yeah, or you could just keep people away in general. Yeah. Like that's the other part of it is you just like you keep the flashing lights going and they're like, oh, he's got to be a person <laughs> with the thing connected to the government. I've also seen a lot of shows lately about the bump and rob or the bump and rape where somebody will like oh, bump yeah. your car and then you're kind of like, oh, like obviously I'm a good person. I'm going to stop and exchange insurance information Terrifying. with them. So scared. Yeah. Get raped. The other powerful piece of, 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 I don't know how to hide behind people's like general norms is a pizza box. So oh, yeah. that's how Steven Spielberg used to get on the universal lot. He would just carry a pizza box on the lot. And nobody would stop him. That and makes then, sense. then he escalated it to a briefcase. And again, nobody would stop him in the very beginning. That's how he did it. How crazy would it be if next week he goes in and shoots the place up? I used to do that for Christmas we have parties. To, we have to come back. That thing we said about Steven Spielberg <laughs> escalating. Whoa. <laughs> Listen, we really were joking. Uh, but great news. Steven Spielberg is a fan of Unpopped. We will, Steven, we'll send you a Paramore DVD. Don't uh, worry. Carrie's going to write you. You'll be out of this in no time. <laughs> Dear Steven, my name is Carrie. I live in Hollywood, California. I like sushi. What do you like? <laughs> Please write me back if you have time. <laughs> <laughs> Even in jail, Steven Spielberg is very busy. He could be Aaron Hernandez, which we'll talk about on a future episode next week. Um, but he gets lots of letters. I just I like to imagine Steven Spielberg in jail and just one inmate after another, like, "Hey, you want a story? I got a story for you." <laughs> just like all like these pitching like, him ideas. Yeah, all these like pitches, and he comes out like better than ever. <laughs> but I really hope that this is all not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I need well, Steven Spielberg to stay a good guy forever. Yeah, I suppose. I need him to. I can't. I can't handle a Walt Disney thing happening to Steven Spielberg, where I find out mm. he's kind of a Nazi. Like I can't. I, I mean, <laughs> leave, obviously Steven Spielberg is not a Nazi, but whatever. I just don't want to hear. Yeah, what a twist that would be. What if he's be. part of like the Jewish League of Assassins or whatever that we discussed? Or if he was a like a KKK ago. member. Yeah, that would be. That'd be rough. He's like best friends with David Duke. Oh God. I used to crash. no David Duke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I used to write David Duke. We were pen pals for a while. He also likes sushi. Uh, I used to crash Christmas company company Christmas parties with a pizza and box? weddings. No, because you're already like I was already dressed up, and I'd be at like the hotel, and it's like, oh, I'm just gonna go in here and like just start dancing. But every single time they would know. Until one time, this lady came up and she was like asking me questions, and I was like, oh yeah, like like how are your kids? Or I, I like I was trying to act like I was a part of it. And she was HR. Like, and you could see, like, it was going to happen because they were like, all of a sudden, one person looks and then another person. And then they start talking and then they start looking at you and whispering. The last time I was uh, in Hermosa Beach and we were going into uh, the shade bar. And- the last time you tried to crash a corporate party. I oh, this one clarify. was a wedding. This one was a wedding. <laughs> oh, a wedding. Okay, oh, go Oh, that's better. The sure. reception. Uh, so when we were walking in. Just the ceremony. The, the, <laughs> the bouncers were like, are you here for the wedding? And we're like, no. And they're like, are you here for the wedding? And we're like, okay, yeah. Like, I think they like wanted us to. It was weird. So me and my three coworkers, we go in there and we're, we had actually left. 
a wedding reception that we were invited to. (laughs) (laughs) So we were already dressed up. So we're at the bar. And I think just because we're talking to each other and no one else, all of a sudden, one of the bridesmaids like looks over and starts talking to somebody. And then they come over and it was an open bar. So at this point, I think we'd already had two drinks. And I remember when she came over, I was like, all right, bottoms up. Like we got to rip and drink this. Like we're about to be evicted. Uh, and then she went up to my coworker, Nicole, and she was like, so who, who are you here with? She's like, I don't know. I'm a date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's brilliant. And she was like, well, of who? And she was like, I don't, uh, of Todd. I don't know. He knows a groom. And she was like, what's a groom's name? And she was like, I think we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> also, Todd stupid bridesmaid i know everybody here okay and those girls are crushing my best friend's wedding and it's really oh upsetting. you know they were yeah. furious Ugh. i crashed ice t's wedding once have i told that story no that's a great story though i was at what? the w hotel for a planet of the apes event of, of course. course of course yeah, you were naturally and uh they yeah they put us up at the w for this thing and i earlier in the day had met ice t in the lobby like we didn't pre-plan it he was just there and i was there <laughs> And uh, I was like, holy shit, that's iced tea. Someone take a picture. And I took a picture with him, and my friend fucked it up. It's all blurry. It's on my Facebook page. It's fine. God damn you, Evan Hoovler. But Evan Hoovler? <laughs> I agree. What are you doing hanging out with a guy named? Call him Evan Duty from now on. <laughs> Mr. Duty. <laughs> Mr. Duty. Evan Hoovler. But this is what you get for hanging out with a guy named Evan Hoovler. <laughs> of course he's going to fuck up the pictures. His name's Evan Hoovler. Hoovler. Hoovla. Hoovla. Damn it, Hoovler. <laughs> but I was like, what? That's weird. Ice-T is just at the W. And then later in the night, uh, I'm walking past this ballroom upstairs, and he's fucking getting married to Coco, and they're filming it for this reality show. Yeah. And there was no security. I think it was Ice-T loves Coco. Yeah, you could just walk in. <laughs> so I just it. walked Carrie in. Knows. And fucking Snoop Dogg was there. Bishop Don oh, Juan was there. that's awesome. I mean, I kind of like just stood at the periph. In uh, the periph? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's short for periphery. Oh, or right. Thank you for clearing yeah. that yeah. up. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I'm busy. I don't have a lot of time. If I Clearly, say you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> entire words, that's just even less time that I have on my hands. So People who use complete words are losers. They really are. They really are. <laughs> Way too much time on their you hands. You know who I thought we moved past that. Hmm. Jeff May. Jeff May. Joke? Jeff May. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. All right. What happens with this massacre? Oh, this fucking massacre. So the police they investigate it. Nothing really ever comes from it. They arrest a few different people. They arrest John Scalise and Albert Anselmi, who are close associates of Capone. He event- Capone eventually kills them, so they don't go to prison. No loose ends. Nope. Uh, Jack McGurn, who was one of Capone's closest associates, he got off because his girlfriend uh, was going to be forced to testify against him, uh, his underage girlfriend. Uh-huh. So he drove her across state lines and married her, so she couldn't be compelled to testify against him. Every woman's need- dream wedding. But she didn't need uh, like a permission slip? Not back then. Not in the I'm other not state, shady apparently. Shady back then. And uh, yeah, John Scalise and Albert Anselmi were murdered along with Joseph Hoptoad Giunta. Oh my God. What a great name that is. See, what the hell, Mrs. Duty? What is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> Just pick something. And so no one actually ever really went to jail for this except Fred Killer Burke. And that's because when they finally caught him, he shot the cop who was pursuing him. 
Oh, well, And they come managed on. to on, uh, send him to prison on that because they had more evidence against him. And uh, they used shitty, old-timey forensic testing to confirm that two weapons found in Skelly's possession were, or Burke's possession, were the murder weapons. But they still didn't charge him with that crime. Right, because it's... It's then, and it's Al Capone, and he had people on the payroll. And I mean, can you imagine being a cop back then? You pull up, and it's this Valentine's Day massacre thing, yeah. and you're like, "Well, if I run this lead, I'm gonna die," <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The reason why I mean, everybody probably knows who did what, and and you know who shot who, but no one's gonna say anything. It's like it's like the rap murders like, that yeah, we covered. Exactly like, like a rap murder. <laughs> Everyone knows who did it, and no one will say a thing. Yeah, Miss Duty didn't take her medication that day. Nobody's going to kill her, but they had to sit her down and just be like, you know, you're not supposed to say anything. She's like, I'm sorry. And then that was it. That's all That's all it was. And you got to know, if you're elected to, like, carry out one of these, like, really flashy murders, like, they're going to try to kill you next. How do you not know that that's what's happening? Yeah, yeah. They're like, going to want to shut you up. Unless you're, like, the tall murder man who wears the uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's just afraid of him anyway. <laughs> So, yeah. So they were trying to, basically, they were trying to kill Bugs Moran, and they fucked up. That was the that was Capone's plan. He This was just supposed to be another in his long line of murdering North Side Irish gang leaders. Yeah, it's the end of the first Godfather. Yeah. that But except one of them goes yeah, one totally the, south. Yeah. They basically mistook another one of Moran's guys for him, and that's when they sent the killers in, and they shot everyone. Except the dog. Well, yeah, nobody wants to kill Highball. Bow, wow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Right? Exactly. Totally. I just, because you, you both, like, you live in Long <laughs> Beach, right? And you did? I mean, I'm, I, sure. yeah, I, I'm so. clearly um, from the LBC. Yeah, I just wanted uh, to throw some yeah, Snoop Dogg references yeah, out I'm, to I'm, make everyone comfortable. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with it. You know. It really brings a house divided to a house united. That's the other thing she's And we are a house divided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we divided over again? <laughs> we don't know. That's the best part. That's the best. It's, we're like the Hatfields and McCoys. We don't even know what we're yelling at each other anymore. We need to do a Hatfields and McCoys episode. Oh, yeah. We have to that do. That would be fantastic. Because I don't know much about it, but I know there's a ton of I don't of think anybody knows. Yeah, let's do that. They don't know. We got, they don't. I think that's what I do know, is that like at a certain point, people kind of forgot what they were actually even feeling yeah. about. I, we got to do that it's one. It's like yeah. Israel and Palestine. No, they know why they're upset. <laughs> I think they know. I think they have a grasp on what the problem is. Oh. I mean, maybe the upper hand has been different depending on what area you want to talk Wait, about. Wait, why are we fighting here? It's because this is our land and you're here. Oh, is that all? Also, we'll leave. Carrie, it's just like Israel and Palestine. They don't even know why they're upset anymore. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have come today I don't know you guys no no I thought I, would they mind if I just slept in it didn't come I like it I like we're so happy you're back thanks we need you <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like a bad day at the office being like you killed seven of the wrong people yeah yeah that's, that's a bad I mean that's explain that to HR yeah yeah no we're gonna penalize you and it's coming out of your dental insurance. <laughs> Technically, we're garnishing your wages. We talked it over, and it's going to have to go on your record. If you kill the right people for the next two years, it'll drop off. All of you are getting written up. <laughs> <laughs> this is all. This is your first strike. 
All right, just just stay in line. <laughs> Is Mrs. Judy head of HR? Of course. <laughs> That's why she threatened to turn. I'm turning you all in. Oh, now look who's every. Now everybody loves Mrs. Duty. All right, I'll go back to the cops. Say I didn't take my medication. Hey, cops! Cops! I was wrong. Those are nice boys. Oh, Mrs. Duty. I know. I love Mrs. Duty. She's the best. She's always in like a like an apron. Yeah. In a house dress. Mrs. Duty. Mrs. Duty. Fuck! What a horrible name. I picture her in a long tattered robe. <laughs> Go on. With curlers in her hair. Oh yeah. At oh, all she's, times. She's she a, ever takes them out. She's a perma curler girl. Yeah. She smokes a lot. Of course. What else does she and have? Drinks to do? coffee. She's yeah. a landlord. But with like bourbon or something in it. Oh yeah. There's something in that coffee. Yeah. 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 yeah I like it. Bootlegged whiskey. She's she- a landlord. Do you ever do you watch Workaholics? I love. I love the front yard wrestling episode. I watched it again last night. And there's a scene where Ben Stiller shows up and he's like one of the wrestling characters. He's such a good sport. I'm the he's land good. of this lord. I'm, I'm the lord I'm of the, this land. Yes. <laughs> it's, he's the workaholics land. Is, <laughs> workaholics is everything that I liked about college. Yeah, workaholics I, is I, I feel like I knew so many guys like that in college. I, I never know. went to college. You really? Mm-mm. Well, went I went for like a semester, and then my house burned ICC? down. I did. I yeah. can't spell. Junior that's what college. That stands for. Where are we gonna? Were you gonna touch <laughs> fingers? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> you guys! This was weird. When did this start? <laughs> just now. I, I haven't seen that since ET. They just Speaking ET'd, of Spielberg, they just ET'd in front of me. But the best part was. <laughs> confidence that Carrie had going into the ET theater of the mind she's like that's what it stands for confident ET proposition I thought you were just pointing at me no but no physical confirmation there was an extra lean in (laughs) cueing Adam that he had to then also reciprocate and he reluctantly did so Jesus that was so weird to watch Oh my god! Adam had like the most like okay. Uh, Again, next time if you don't need me here, it's, no, it's completely fine. We definitely need you here. here and I mean, fine. you're already here, and we're recording the next one. So. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna shit my pants. That was so funny. <laughs> you're gonna duty your pants, this, Mrs. Duty in the house. Oh, we're gonna call you Mrs. Duty forever if you do that, dude. That's the Dude. best. That's the best nickname. Oh, that was stupid. But I, I'm fine being called Miss Duty. I don't care. I've been called worse. I really have. My last name is Cut. You could do a lot with that. Yeah, like take out that T and put an N. Yeah, that was the one. They got to that finally in high school. In the beginning, it was just but. Aww. When I'm on the phone with like uh, customer service, I they're like, "What's your last name?" I'm like, "Cut." And there's a pause. I'm like, "It's spelled like but, but with a C." And there's always this pause. I'm like, "I'm serious." C-U-T-T. I still have to spell it, but... But there's two ways to spell butt. Yeah, no. Nobody thinks that. <laughs> yeah, nobody does. Nobody thinks that. The first thing they think is... <laughs> oh, there's that junior college I education coming you're... out. No, I'm glad we have these foam things on the mics now so I can hide behind it. Oh, mm. man. I just want to suggest that the next time anybody has a moment of celebration that they... <laughs> go for this et thing because it, <laughs> it feels uh, good it feels right <laughs> it takes focus you two have <laughs> to really, really be do. into your celebration yeah, you're hung over like i am from going to a grammy party last night my, my trajectory is a little shaky yeah, it's not like a high five you got a whole hand to lean on with that you get like with, with a et moment something reminiscent go wrong. of what da vinci was trying to achieve <laughs> oh no 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 that's michelangelo 
The Sistine Chapel. Mm-hmm. God and Adam touching hands. Yeah. It could turn. Yeah, it could really. If you both have crazy fingernails, one could get lodged under the other. That's like Ew. a terror situation. Wow, that's, that's like gross. A, it's like torture. <laughs> that would. That would. That would. <laughs> you guys, I just hit my face on the microphone. So bad. <laughs> it was fun to watch. That was a. That reminded me of college. Anyway, so. Anyway, so yeah, they never solved the Valentine's Day massacre. <laughs> Is what we've been getting at. I don't think any of that's my point, though. I don't think there's a reason to solve the Valentine's Day massacre. And yeah, what, well, yeah, who cares now? Here's what I want to know. This is the thing I find the most fascinating about this is how unremarkable it is. I didn't mean to use that <laughs> word, but it is. No, I mean, in the world of the St. Valentine's Day massacre, it's exactly what you think of when you think of the mob. It's it's like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of guys in yeah. suits outside getting shot by Tommy guns. Like, that's what you think. And so. Since this happened so many, this kind of thing happened so many times, I'm just fascinated why this is the story that persists through time. Because yeah. it has so many cliche elements to it. I, I don't know if it's, if that's why, or if it started all of these cliche elements. I'm curious about that. Cause I, I don't know. I, I don't have like a mafia history. <laughs> I don't, I know more about like yeah. criminology than I do about the actual life of organized crime. In America. I wonder if it was just the number of victims at once. And but I feel just like, like the, like the, it was a really brutal crime. Like they, they shot them so many times. And then the two dudes dressed as police went and shot a couple of them in the face with shotguns well, also. That's These are true. my two favorite bullet points. The two men dressed as police then fired shotgun blasts into the faces of John May. <laughs> John May joke. Wah, wah. And James Clark. Whatever. All of the victims with the exception of John May. <laughs> <laughs> Were dressed in their best clothes, right? That's all so of them, Jeff May. all of them except for Mr. May, were dressed <laughs> very well, as was the custom of the North Side Gang while doing work. Jeff came to work underdressed <laughs> and died for it. He was the mechanic. Oh, oh that's right. I bet they even the mechanics looked nice back then. But anyway, I just I, that's the, that's the part that I'm interested in. Like, yeah. you know, why? Why is this case the one that we always hear about? Because, I mean, I've heard about this case many times. Yeah. And even if you don't know the case, if you just say, oh, it involves Al Capone, you can probably imagine what this means in your mind if you hear St. Valentine's Day Massacre and Al Capone. Right. That's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you get it basically right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't have to phone a friend on what, what that meant. Like, yeah. all right, bunch of dudes died. So anyway, that's just I. If there's anybody out there that has a love of like organized crime history, I'd I'd be interested in hearing what it is about this case that made it. Was it the beginning of what we all know these crimes to look like, or or what is it? Was yeah. it like is it the red herring of the organized crime history world? Like, I don't know. Just fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was probably just the number and the the victims. Like they weren't like. Well, I think part of the I think the mistaken identity part probably made it kind of notorious right. because it's just a big mistake. Because it, yeah, mm-hmm. because it made sense for Al Capone to try and kill the leader of that gang, but to go in and just kill all these like random people who like killing these people wasn't going to change anything in terms of the gang situation. Like he didn't kill the leader like he was supposed to. So I don't know if maybe it was just like the body count and like the the savagery of it, but it's probably Mrs. Duty. Probably Mrs. Duty just Mrs. Duty Boo. <laughs> Mrs. Duty Boo. Making it sound like more than it is. <laughs> that old duty. She spins a good tale, that Mrs. Duty. She sure does. 
so this was fun. We should uh, <laughs> we should get out of here so we can record the next. You episode. know what everyone should do, uh, and I'm glad I'm announcing it at the end of the episode is they should listen to this if they're going to take anybody out on a first date because I feel like this would really help separate oh, yeah. if they're into this. Or if you're not into this and they're not it, I'm just saying this this would be a good conversation starter. Yeah, it really would. So you're welcome. And please name your first child Carrie Adam Caitlin. <laughs> duty. <laughs> duty, baby duty. And take your date to a vegan restaurant and eat dessert first. <laughs> <laughs> dessert first. Oh, of course, of course, you pedestrian. Oh, sundown. Fucking vegan. I'm assuming her name was like sundown. It or probably something. was. By the way, if you're a vegan, I get it. It's fine. Just don't just date another vegan. Don't impose your vegan. And don't talk to anyone. Yeah, don't and, Don't say anything. And if yeah. the person you're dating is randomly buying an animal out of impulse, they're gonna, bre- they're gonna break up with you pretty soon. Yeah. They're desperate. It's a sign for help. <laughs> it's a distress <laughs> signal. In, impulse animal purchase. Mm-hmm. Always a bad sign. <laughs> the dog's still around. When when, when Paris Hilton got in all this trouble for like impulse buying a chihuahua, I was like, I, I mean, I've been there. I don't know who she's dating, <laughs> but I know what's going on. You and Paris Hilton have so much in common. Clearly. That's just the tip of the iceberg. We've got yeah. an entrepreneurial mindset. <laughs> exactly. We, we love animals. Yeah. I have a best friend that I create work with all the time. But then her and Nicole Richie fell out. I don't want that to happen That's to us. That's not going to happen to us. Because remember, I don't have anything in common with Paris Hilton. So I think we're okay. You like Plus, the color pink. I don't really wear pink, though. True. Do you I like, like pink? No, you like fall colors. Thank you. Okay. How's it going, Adam? It's <laughs> just going great. Right, it's going great. Adam won't edit that out at all. No, that won't be in the outtake show. I started doing an outtake show, though. I so love we, that you did oh, that. Oh, fun. We, uh, when does that air? Uh, we just put one up on the subscription site a couple Yay. days ago. No pressure. You don't have to subscribe yeah. to hear it or anything. So, fine. No, Are you, you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Carrie's like a heat-seeking missile when it comes to passive aggression. If you toss it for <laughs> it, she will, she will gravitate towards it. So you can't just throw that at her. No. Get Adam, one for the road. <laughs> Oh, we did it. <laughs> Honestly, it makes me really uncomfortable. Me and Carrie just fingered. I know. That's what I was thinking in my mind. <laughs> I feel like we should call it something else. No, I think <laughs> I feel like finger is fingering taken. Finger diddling? Diddling? You just made it way worse. <laughs> yeah, you made it significant. How'd you add worse? a waddle to that? <laughs> okay, we're good. Okay. Do we have anything to plug? We have an under the influence show coming up march 3rd march performing 3rd. under the influence and all of us are on it where's it at hollywood hotel it's gonna be really fun i haven't been there it's gonna be a lot of fun nicest bathrooms in all of hollywood jeff may's second py yeah but i don't think he's gonna this will be his third but i don't think he's gonna get i don't think he's gonna get, gonna get new eye rohypnol yeah i'm taking <laughs> fentanyl yeah there we go i'm not i did that I'm not. In that's what killed prince Oh. You took fentanyl? Yeah. Wow. Carrie, Carrie's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably take one if someone by side. My insides are like a middle finger, yeah. but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, she's still here. Um, so yeah, we have performing under the influence on March third. Where do people get tickets? Is it at the door? It's free. It's fr- it's a free show. Yep. I hope you come out. I would love to see you. I will be under the influence of something. So just bear in mind that I'm maybe in a different headspace, but I I can't wait to meet you. Uh, also, we've got a podcast called yeah. White Wine True Crime. 
We do. We do that. Uh, we Every other Wednesday we post. Uh, we have a, a Valen Crimes episode posting uh, this same day that this is posting. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you talk about the Valentine's Day Massacre? No. No. We're going to be talking about a documentary called Crazy Love. Which we are. Have you heard that one? That is my one of my favorite documentaries. Yeah, we are very excited. What a about twist! It. Yeah, it's going to be a thing. Uh, we can't. Plus, we're going to be reading emails and messages that we've gotten for. We've had. We have a backlog of incredible messages from everybody. So it's our second annual Valen Crimes Day. So nice. That's what we're going to be doing. Yep. You can find us at White Wine True Crime on Facebook, and then on Twitter, it's at WWT Crime, and then you can find me on Twitter at Bossy Matilda Carrie. Carrie Martin, 722. That's my birth date. You just put on like the Coast 103.5 voice. I Carrie did. Martin. <laughs> that is your birthday? Yeah, July 22nd. I asked if it was because of her birthday last week. <laughs> and you were like, not even close, Adam. <laughs> what did you think it was for? I Because you've always joked about how like, you're like, I don't know. It's just 22. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said a hundred times. Oh, that's my Instagram. But my Twitter is 722. <laughs> Adam, I feel like you could give me a pass on this, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. I didn't need why did I even ask? It's not none of my business. It's honestly none of my business. This is my fault. I'm sorry. Okay. Carrie, let's finger. <laughs> God, just make it stop. We did it. Oh, we did it. Oh, I'm so stressed out. What do I have going on? I'm also at that PUI show. Mm-hmm. I'm at Castle Wolfen show, February 22nd, mm-hmm. where I am headlining, and then I have to sing karaoke after. Ooh, that'll, oh, that'll be, be fun. That'll be exciting. And uh, yeah, subscribe. I don't know. This is not a free episode. Yeah, it is. So uh, subscribe on connectpal.com slash unpopular opinion to hear all the episodes of this show and uh, follow us on all the socials, Instagram, unpops.podcast. On Twitter, Unpops. Facebook, Unpops Network. We're Unpops on YouTube. Follow me, at Adam Todd Brown. On Twitter and Instagram. Yeah! All the places! All those places. You don't have numbers after? No. (laughs) Because I don't know my birthday. No, he's a dog. You don't have one. No. Your hat from a pod. (laughs) I would still have a birth. (laughs) I'd have a hatch day. Like glistening eggs. (laughs) Gross. It's worse than fingering. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We should get out of here. This was fun. (laughs) Say goodbye, Carrie. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) That's a variation of goodbye and boo. That's the most normal goodbye you've said, and it caught Caitlin the most off guard. I don't know. Just goodbye. (laughs) I gotta go. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Oh, love you. Oh, my God.